following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. All right, it's time for the weekend again, and welcome everybody to Image Home Improvement Live, and uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful weekend here in the Valley of the Sun, and it's, Dan, you know, the weather just keeps getting better and better. You know, every time we go out, it's like, um, I kept telling Blade, it's, you know, get get out, play golf. Well, you know what? They can leave the thermostat right here. <laughs> <laughs> leave it outside, the big outside thermostat, leave it right we'll here. Be, It'd be perfect. We'll be talking about that in <laughs> July when it's so hot outside. That's right. And then my friend is be burning up in the field again. Uh-oh, look out. <laughs> Watch out. That burning question. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Dan, how are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Uh, we had some had some excitement last week, last Sunday. Yeah. And uh, I'm still back. They can't get rid of me. Uh, well, you know, they can't keep a good man down, as they say, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's Even right. if it's what on we, a gurney. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, what will we do without the Pink Panther? That's right. You know, checking out these homes here in the Valley of the Sun. It's that's it. just like, uh, we just can't have that happen, Dan. That's right. Just tell them to keep you. You know, it's like I tell everybody else, you know, if it wasn't for my chiropractor, my massage therapist, and my acupuncturist, it, I wouldn't be the man I would be today. That's right. You know? And me, Blade wouldn't be the guy he is today. Good morning, Blade. How you doing? Thanks. What's the name of that acupuncturist? <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I I'm need on a... pins and needles to find out. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Oh. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> All right. Dan's at it already. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, it's just amazing. Like, you know, we, we start the show on Saturday. You know, we've got always got some great information, but it's like somebody put, you know, turn the button on on Ant, turn the switch on on Dan. You know, and he just gets going and then Blade, too. So it's like, I have to put up with this for two hours, man. I don't know what we're going to do here. There's two more hours of this. You just wait. That's right. <laughs> just I, come wait. back here. We'll taunt you some more. Right. No, but this, right. hey, home theater's thing. Looking forward to that. I've been looking forward to that uh, all you week. Know, you know, I have to tell you, we've got a great guest on today from Mythic Home Theater uh, is going to be with us. And obviously, you know, I'm a big proponent of home theaters because when I built my home nine years ago, that's one of the things that we had an extra room. And we actually did a segment we actually did on Fox 10 on Monday. One of the things that we were talking about that will add value to your home is u- utilizing existing space. You know, a lot of times people want to say they want to add on to a home, you know, rooms, which is fine. I mean, anytime you want to add a room, just call me. You know, we'll just, we'll just add it onto your home and make it look like it never happened. But... To utilize an existing space into something that's actually a, a whole lot of fun. And, you know, somebody told me once that when I did it that I would never want to go back into, you know, um, a regular, you know, public movie theater. And they, they were absolutely right. Because when you're in your room, it's like you're in your zone. You close the door. You've got the sound. It's, it's fine-tuned to your, to your actual room size and acoustics. And like I always say, you know, there's nothing like, a, and especially this year, 
50 years of Star Trek, 103 inches of the Starship Enterprise on your wall is really going to look cool. You know? Yeah, the blades having a, blades having fun. <laughs> this is a good year for Stephen Dubell. Yeah, what a year! That's it is. what's happening. You know, this first quarter has been awesome, and you know, April uh, I should say May is going to start out to be even better. So we're going to be doing that. So Joe Stags is going to be here with us, and we're going to be talking about uh, everything theater. And not so much the movies, because the movies, that's another critic thing. And not the drama. About. And not the drama, but the actual, actually putting one in your home and why you should have one. Also, Danny Lipford's going to be here. I know you've heard his um, segments on our show. He's going to be calling in at 9, and we're going to be talking a little bit about his uh, today's homeowner, Four Seasons of Home Ownership. And it's a, we've got the spring checklist for you to actually, the dues for you and Actually, and maybe even some approximate costs too. So we're going to be talking with him, um, and that's just going to be awesome. And then Derek Polder, the owner of Summit Funding, will be here. One of our great sponsors is going to be here in the in the um, next hour, and we're going to be talking a little bit with him in the state of mortgages and why, and just some of those questions. You know, it's like the thing, Dan. You know, when you get when you sign up for something like medical insurance or something like that, or even your mortgage. All right. Unless somebody tells you that you need to do it and it's it's in your mind, you know, once you sign it and it's done and you, you start put it in a drawer and put it, it away, it just goes away, you know. So you you want to be able to, you know, it needs to be reviewed periodically, and I don't mean like every five years. It has to be, it has to be reviewed because there are a lot of things that change down the pike. Lord knows, this year there's a whole lot of things going on. Not just to mention in um, everything that's happening here at the station, but also throughout the country. I mean, you know, we're looking at another another presidential election year, and I have to say, it only who wants to miss the clowns? <laughs> <laughs> no, they say it's a party, so it's, I want to see some happiness here. It's the drama that actually does it, which yeah. which actually does it for me. You know, because I love to see them joust. <laughs> They're joust They're about jousting. everything. They're jousting. That's all. That's all. Anyway, so if you'd like to be part of the live show today, give us a call at 480-421-0640. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 480-421-0640. Yeah, Blake, go ahead. I have a quick question. Okay. Uh, When you went on Fox TV this past week on Monday, you went, right? Yes, Monday. Did you give Elaine Gonzalez a plug on your show? No. Did I give Elaine Gonzalez? No, actually, we did. uh, We actually, uh, she had a great seminar that we actually uh, talked about, and I was spreading the word through social media over the weekend because okay. anytime that you need a public adjuster, uh, if you've missed that, if you've got a, an issue with your insurance company and you're not getting any, shall we say, the help that you should have, obviously they're supposed to be taking care of your loss, uh, you need to give her a call. You can go online and check out our show, and uh, uh, Elaine will be able to help you with that. So make sure you check that out. And all the great archives that we have from all our shows are archived on imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Also, you can check out the landing page uh, at the station, actually, where we can actually have uh, it. Actually, that's where the Fox 10 video is living right now, as well as it's living on our uh, archive TV show, TV show segments. You can also find it there. And it's the five top home improvement uh, projects that will give you the biggest bang for your buck in the least amount of time. And then also we talked about 
the five worst, even though they may sound like great projects, but they don't recoup your money in that two to three year span. So when you, people turn around, and they say, well, um, you know, pools, adding a pool to your home, which is one of the things on the list, which is wonderful. However, it doesn't give you a good return in, a sh- in the short term. So two to three years, not to mention that the maintenance that's involved in keep upkeeping it is, <laughs> is, is dragging down, you know, trying to recoup those funds because as you're hoping that it appraises it, it with more uh, with, for your home so that it increases the value, that maintenance keeps dragging it down. So it doesn't increase in value as fast as you would like. So that's a bad project for you to do if you're looking for doing something in the short term. If you're looking there to live for a very long time, like 10 years, then it, it becomes more feasible. That's but, like th- things like uh, artificial grass. Those are a good investment. They're safe and they make sense and you save a lot of money on water. Yeah. Yeah. But now the other hand too, uh, artificial grass is uh, turf is okay However, that if you you don't want to get too involved, and one of the things that you don't get a lot of uh, return back quickly is if you do something and do elaborate landscaping, because that's not gonna that's not gonna do you much good. May look great, and you be able to show off to your friends and family and neighbors, but it's not gonna give you a big bang of return. But you don't have to get out the lawnmower. It's so sweet. <laughs> Dan, Dan's in ecstasy. I always thought about this. If you if you invest in your home and you make it beautiful and you sell it and you make a big profit and you have artificial grass like you do at yours, Dan, when you move, you can take the grass with you. Put it in the Just truck. roll that puppy up. Roll yeah. it up and take it with you. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say after you um, after you, you know, uh, sell your home and you've got more than you've you've asked for. And you move into the, your new home, you can write that contractor a big fat check. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's just for all your new remodeling, but that'll be great. But uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get talking a little bit about home theater right after we come back from break. So I want everybody to stay tuned. We I got that and a whole lot more today on Image Home Improvement Live. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. 
Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your realty executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're tuned to Image Home Improvement Live right here, and it is a beautiful, beautiful day outside, Dan. I can't tell you. It's just, if I just, if I didn't have to work today, guess where I would be? Out on the fairway somewhere, That's enjoying right. this go. great weather. That's right. I mean, just take Blade with me, too. I'll go with you. Yeah, but what are you going to do about Susie when she comes in at 10 o'clock? <laughs> Put well, you know, show on autopilot or what? Well, no, wait a minute. She's off today. Oh, well, okay. then it's on autopilot. <laughs> okay, what course are we going? I'll give him a call. Yeah. I'll do it right now. Hey, we'll go back up to Troon. Yeah. Well, about, come over to Meritage over by my house. It's only a half block away. Oh, there you from go. From my house. Sure. Meritage, yeah. Yeah, we could actually hit a couple of drives right through Dan's home. <laughs> there you go. That'd be good. A good slice will hit the front window. Oh, oh. <laughs> Is that right, really? A good slice. I don't know. There isn't anything such as a good slice. Not if you meet interesting people. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. Let's okay. get down to let's get down to business here. We want to uh, welcome Joe Stakes from Mythic Home Theater. Joe, good morning. Great to be on the show. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's really good to be here with you, fellas. You know, one as I said, one of the things we're a big proponent of theaters, but I want to have all our listeners um learn a little bit about your company and some of the things that you do. Yeah. So we started in the Valley about three and a half years ago and service pretty much everywhere. Typical day for us goes from Litchfield Park all the way up to Vistancia and then sometimes down to Queen Creek. Um, mm-hmm. We usually put on about 1,200 miles a week and kind of get a little bit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Myself, personally, I've been in the business about 10 years. used to be a Best Buy home theater supervisor and a Magnolia rep. So I've seen a lot of gear come and go. 
um, after college, decided I didn't want to do the big box store thing anymore and uh, started my own company. We've got about four people um, in total with us. So we're kind of a niche company. We do more focus on home audio, anywhere from mid to higher end setups, and then uh, TV mountings and the like. We don't dabble as much in automation or security. We consider ourselves kind of experts in what we do, and we stick to it. You know, that's one of the things that, I, you know, I think sometimes people get, uh, some companies get a little, they overreach because they decide that they want to be able to do this. It's like, we were just talking about this during the week about, you know, back when solar was the rage, when it first came on the scene. Everybody could every, do solar. Everybody in his house, everybody in his sisters had solar. You go to the home show and you wind up with 20 home uh solar companies out there trying to tell you that they're the best. And, you know, I said, well, what did they do normally? I mean, you had plumbers doing solar. You had people that installed uh, tubular skylights doing solar. Roofers were doing solar. I mean, everybody was a solar expert. <clears throat> that has gone away, as we know. Yeah, but- it's kind of interesting. You just see a lot of security companies that do audio. You see a lot of networking companies that do audio. And you see a lot of home automation companies that also toss speakers in. You don't see a lot of companies that just focus on, hey, what is good quality sound? How can we make this enjoyable for home environment? And let's just be good at that. Okay. You know, I wanted to get a little, before we get started with some of these other, I've got I've got like a, a whole bunch of burning questions I want to ask you. But one of the things that, um, I had been speaking to about with um, some people I know in a band that uh, is looking to do some acoustic work and transform a room. What does it take to transform a, a, a standard, like we'll say a, a room in a house that could be 12 or 15 foot square? How do you go back and, and go back and kind of retune that room to be able to uh, be the best acoustic room for a theater? So there's a couple different ways to go about that. Um, Usually it's going to be budget depending. We uh, partner with a couple of uh, acoustic treatment companies. um, And the nice thing about them is we actually go in and take digital snapshots of the room. We take measurements of every little cutout, cubby, couch, piece of furniture, everything. Send it to this company and they will actually um, give us a 3D rendering of the room. And they have full-time sound engineers that send us back a schematic of, hey, in an ideal world, if budget's not an issue, this is where we should put our treatment panels. And these people do this 40 hours a week and really specialize in that. Um, And then, of course, depending on budget, we can back it down. That's the best way to do it. Um, The second thing is just looking at speaker placement. Audio is a lot like real estate in that it's location, location, location. I have heard very inexpensive systems sound 10 times better than very tens of thousands of dollars of systems because the speakers were placed correctly with the seating position. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, that's important about, you know, when we did our theater room uh, a few years ago that was one of the key factors like the seat seating where are you going to put the seats and then obviously that's going to help you decide on where the speakers go but i think one of the things that um was was pretty amazing we had a we had one room that actually had you know when we built it we knew we were going to put a window in and i had pros and cons of like okay well do we leave the window out when we build a home or do we put the window in you know but we decided that you know, taking a long-term look in resale, if we ever sell it and they didn't want the theater room that we actually would use, we used blackout uh, material for the window. So this way it looked like the window like just had a shade on the other side so you can't see in from the outside. So it doesn't look tacky like, you know, you built this big sound wall 
and you had to make it look good from the outside. But then the sound wall inside with all the wiring stuff. Now that was that was pretty fascinating to me between that and the ceiling. And um, I think another thing too, which I knew that we had we had to kind of come to grips with. You know, we had to decide on color. Because even though you want to, you know, some people they want, they're okay with black. Other people, you know, want to do some other dark colors. But, you know, does that, does that play into the whole scheme of putting it all together? So here's what's interesting about color. It's a matte gray is actually the best for video quality. Um, reason being when someone sits in an editing suite and they color correct a movie, they're in a room with a specific tone, um, a specific tungsten level of lights, um, how many degrees Kelvin it is. And they're in a room that's a matte gray so that none of the colors in the room are influencing what they're seeing as far as color correction. So if you, in theory, have something that's close to that, you're seeing your picture how it was designed to be um, when the movie was made. Um, so I actually use a bank vault color um, from Dunn Edwards, and that's what I have in my personal room. But that's also going to depend on lighting. I brought home about seven different grays, and some of them looked purple with my natural light in the room. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's what we call 3D. the graying of America. Yeah, yes, that's what they say. Well, you know, but again, I'm sure you you experience this as well as we do in in construction. That you know things change very rapidly when it comes to technology. And Dan, you know, Dan's what Dan uses to actually scan for you know, anything and everything, except he hasn't found any gold in the wall yet. I'm still looking, too. Well, the whole problem is it would be at the same temperature as the wall. You wouldn't be able to see it. Well, see, that's See, it takes that's a, a differential of temperature, and it wouldn't show. Yeah, I'll see that. Yeah, well, mold and termites will get gold, too. There you go. <laughs> mold <laughs> is gold. There you go. Yeah, they're going to be here until the end of yeah, the earth. Well, you know, that's gold to the uh, to the homeowner because he's got to get a boat like he's going to get a big fat check from the insurance company that's right but they don't want it but we don't want to get it that's a time that's a different show that's a different it? show <laughs> that's but, a different bunch of aggravation yes <laughs> but uh, joe tell us something now tell us a little bit about obviously speakers that's one thing i was uh, the uh, where i was going with this the speakers that you have that you're available now how do they differ from say 10 20 years ago mostly it's going to be the materials they're made out of um the one thing i will almost always tell my customers though is a really good speaker is a really good speaker. I've done a lot of retrofit installations where customers tell me, hey, I've got this pair of B&W speakers that I've had for 15 years. Should I upgrade? And I just look them in the eye and tell them, you know what, I'm going to be a terrible home theater salesman. Those are great speakers. <laughs> <laughs> they have a good life to them. Um, speakers is really where I usually encourage customers to put the majority of their budget because it's something that you're going to have for not even necessarily years, but sometimes decades. They have come out with some advancements in the last few years, specifically the materials, the tweeters, and the cones are made out of. Um, we could get into a lot of boring detail about Kevlar versus aluminum and, and all that kind of stuff and the tonal response of them. But um, the main thing that I would say is I get a common question from customers, and it's, hey, do I get bigger speakers so they're louder? Um, what you need to realize, one thing that has not changed in the industry, no matter how much clever marketing is out there, the bigger the circumference of a driver, so the actual speaker itself in the tower or in the in-wall speaker, the deeper of a tone it's going to produce. So when you see a tower speaker, you see a really big, like an 8-inch speaker at the bottom. You'll see like a 4 or a 6-inch in the middle, and then you'll see that little tiny tweeter. And it's so it can hit every frequency very well together at the same time. Um, it's a very common myth in the industry that a bigger speaker is louder. It's just more accurate, and you're going to hear a more detailed tone out of it. Yeah, I mean, well, that takes me back to my days when I was in the Air Force, <laughs> and we'd go to the BX and buy these speakers that 
could serve as a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, you know, you're right because I remember when in my other life when we were doing uh, uh, mobile DJ work when I lived back in New York and Chicago, those same kind of speakers. You know, it just the only one thing that I had bad to say about them was that, that I had to keep dragging them around because they, so, yeah. they were so big, you know. But but yeah, you're right. They do um, the Kenwoods they do and cover the everything. But so the speakers, Steve, like you're talking about speakers and audio. So they have these sound bars out now that are they're getting yeah. better at it, but they're still not all that great, are they? Would you rather have a good set of speakers in your surround sound and your stereo system for your home theater or those sound bars? You know, Blade, honestly, for me, it really depends on the room and the budget. Um, so what I've found is a lot of the times I have customers who want to do a lot of stuff in a very small space. And sometimes a very high quality sound bar like the monitor series stuff or, you know, Bose, actually, it's it's been a dirty word in the audio industry for a long time. But some of the advancements they've come out with in the last two years are, are very good. I'd rather see that in a smaller space tuned well. Um, than a lot of cheaper speakers in a big space. However, the other common question I get is if we're looking at a theater room or we're looking at a decent sized space, you know, a 15 by 10 room or something like that, um, everyone asks me about a surround sound sound bar. That's a very big misnomer. A lot of times you can go in one of these demo stores. And You're going to have seven of them. <laughs> You're going to have seven of seven them. Seven of them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they actually angle the vents on them to try to bounce sound around to the back of you. That yeah. sounds great in a retail environment where they have the walls perfectly spaced out. I've never heard one sound good in a home environment. So really what you need to look at a sound bar as is a glorified stereo pair of speakers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in a bedroom, do you, What do you have, Steve, at home? Seriously, do you have a, a sound bar or do you got four speakers or a seven? No, we've got what we have. We've We've got we've got uh, four in the wall, two on each side, and then we've got the main floor speaker up underneath the screen, so that this way when you come in, that's what really hits you. But when you walk in, the whole room is is sound. It's not like I can point out, okay, well there's sound coming out of this speaker, or some coming out of this speaker. Unless of course you know when we talk discussion, it's not, it's not all the sound all the time. It's you know you still have that stereo effect, but it's. It's 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 like all around. It's mm -hmm. it's hard to describe, right, Joe? It's just there. Yeah, you should never really experience a localization um, or what we call in the industry the elephant in the room. So a common one, people put their subwoofer in the corner and then uh, a, a car crash happens and then yeah. your head just turns and looks at the sub and it's kind of like the elephant in the room. You should never in your head go, hey, my sub just kicked on or hey, the surround back left speaker is working really well. You're very right. It should be an immersive experience yeah. to where you're just drawn into the screen. That's right. It's funny because I I really like, I've got a, a seven all around, and I really like hearing, watching the NFL games, I like hearing the referee in this, the team down on the field in this speaker, the crowd over here, and the announcers over here in four separate speakers. I have it set that way just because I like that. So it's not immersive, just like you said. He's he's in his zone when he's that's doing right. that. that. That's there good. Go. Sub, that's good. <laughs> Subwoofer right Run. in the middle. <laughs> See, I have got to catch up so bad because right now I'm stuck with one of those shelf units. Oh, no. Damn. Um, yeah, we I'm sorry. Get Joe, say it isn't Write so. that lead up. Logitech, Logitech yeah. Joe. Logitech. He's got but you got to remember all the moving I've had to do. And I know. I lost my good system from being in the Air Force uh -huh. that had eight speakers and the whole bit. They were clips and the whole bit. They well, were see, now, when I, I could see it now. Joe, this is perfect because you know with Dan, Dan, Dan's going to be our our top of the list to get him 
up to speed here. But not only can we do it on the inside, but now we've talked for uh, weeks now talking about what he's done in revamping his outside with artificial turf and everything else. We need to extend that system that's in the house outside so we can enjoy it outside around the pool. That'd be cool. Right? (laughs) That'd be ideal. It would. Very cool. Jump in, Dan. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. I'm holding my breath. I'm in the pool. Don't go away. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent down payment assistance and own your own home with the polder group at thepoldergroup.com summit funding nmls number 3199 Derek low nmls 207630 approved equal housing lender sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference i'm danny lipford with tips for today's homeowner when we come back we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. 
new door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent, and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now, don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday mornings on the Double Wide Network. All right, Homer's excited. We're excited. I hear, I hear, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hear, I hear audio in the background. It must be coming from the theater room. <laughs> there you go. We have 4K here at Star Worldwide. 4K. Yeah, soon to be 5K. You know. Okay. Can you do that 5K? Is that out there now yet? Or Let's just go straight up to 8K. Why not? Whoa. I like Skip that. over. I Whoa. like that. All right. All right. <laughs> Definitely. I, All right. And hey, we're just talking audio here. <laughs> Thanks. For, and you're tuned to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are here with Joe Steggs from Mythic Home Theaters, and we're talking about you know everything to create a movie theater experience in your home. And, you know, it's like they say, it's not for everybody because some people just don't have the room. However, I don't know how many people that are actually, you know, if you have, let's talk about, Dan, you, how many, how many, uh, three bedroom, two bath homes have you inspected over the years? Thousands, thousands, thousands. and thousands okay. and thousands. So if you're now, if you're a person that really doesn't like to use one of that spare room as an office, and you've got your bedroom and everything else, and maybe you don't have any people that are you know needing that room. Well, any people you know, family that comes visit and stuff like that. If you want to, if you want to take that room. And turn it into something useful other than, you know, how many people I've seen when we do, we do repairs, you know, they say, oh, that's the spare bedroom. Yeah, that's the junk room. But don't look at that. It's the junk. That's exactly right. It's a junk room. You know, people use it for storage. And I'm like, you know, how, how about making it into something that you could actually enjoy? Because there's nothing like, I mean, with today, Joe, how, what other avenues do you have for actually getting movies into a theater room because obviously I know you could always still go down go down to Redbox and get a DVD but you know you could always pipe in Netflix and other stuff are there any other any other ways to get those movies into that theater room yeah so there's actually quite a few out now um, Ultraflix is a big new one on the market and um, they specialize in only 4k content um, not 8k quite yet but they're getting there okay and uh, it's actually a streaming service just like Netflix and they have for higher res movies so it's a it's a good way to get that 4k content for all these 4k TVs out there um, voodoo is another big one if you guys use voodoo at all mm -hmm. yeah. yeah they they actually provide a higher output of um, audio to everything that you listen to so instead of just regular Dolby digital they go to Dolby digital plus you're gonna get a little bit better sound quality out of voodoo as well and then, you know what, everyone's favorite device these days is an Apple TV because you can, with one button, sync whatever's on your phone to your screen or throughout your home audio. If it's, uh, if it's hooked up properly, you can just click a button and you got music outside. Um, through there as well, there's a lot of on-demand titles that also have pretty good resolution with their audio and video. Um, my wife and I use that a lot personally. 
I wonder if uh, on those 4K things that you don't you have to download those into a storage space of some sort before you can get them without buffering and all that kind of stuff in your home system? So they're actually working on a different what's called a compression codec. And without getting too down into the weeds, they're basically trying to get 4K to a point to where it can stream over a 4 meg internet connection, which most people have. Um, currently, they need about 20 to 25 megs to live stream. So services like Ultraflix are a streaming service, so you do need a high re- you need, need a high speed uh, internet connection to be able to do that. However, um, to your point, for people who do not have that bandwidth, there are options to download ahead of time and uh, and play mm-hmm. it at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I have to say one thing that uh, with all this different technology that just keeps ever ever evolving. Okay, because you think about, it, I mean, you know, it, my home isn't really that old. But yet, even though when we were when we built it, it was current. The technology was good, but it's nowhere what it is where it's changed over the last nine years. And you think about it: if you're out there and you're going to build a home, or even if you're thinking of doing remodeling, we come in and we do this. One of the things that I will will always recommend is that somebody, you know, get an assessment of what you want versus what's coming down the pike. And Joe, you know that. You see, you see where it's where it's been and where it's going, and if anything that's new coming down the pike could be a possibility for that homeowner, I'm sure that that's something that me being a homeowner, I would want to know about. Yeah, absolutely, if I could plan for it and know that hey, you know, this technology is going to get even better, you know, and I'm going to stay here for a while. Maybe I should do this extra wiring or something like that. Yeah, what whatever. to look out for, right? Yeah, because it's like you don't want to get left behind. Yeah, you know, pre-wiring is really cheap. I mean, we charge usually about 75 bucks a drop. I mean, that usually includes cables and plating and the actual run itself. So what I always say is if you're down to the sticks and you can do whatever you want in the room, um, have you guys heard much about Dolby Atmos? Mm-mm. No, nothing. So, Steve, uh, you know, the older format was 5.1, right, which is five speakers and a subwoofer. So three speakers in front of you, two behind you, then your sub um, usually placed in between, like, the center and the one of the front channels. Then they went to a seven channel set up like a blade has where they added another speaker to your left and to your right um, and kind of cut down on the, the, the spacing between the front speakers and the rear. They used a process called channel by channel mixing. So like if a car drove by, the audio tech would sit at the mixing board and say, hey, I'm going to turn on the right speaker, then the center speaker, and then the left speaker to move the car. They do everything digitally now. So they've taken that format and they've added a 5.1.2, 5.1.4, or 7.1.2, or 7.1.4, taken those speakers that are all around you and added four to the ceiling. They now record it in a, in a box on a 3D plane. So forgive the nerdiness here, but it's they give an X, Y, and Z graph. And instead of saying, hey, let's move the car by right speaker, center speaker, left speaker, they place the car in your room as an object. And all up to 11 speakers follow the car. And that's called Dolby Atmos. Pretty much every receiver released this year and last year supports the format. So it's a really good idea to pre-wire for that now. And once again, that's basically adding four speakers above the seating position plus whatever you can fit for your room space around you. So a lot of times with walkways, that's only a 5.1. Sometimes you can fit a 7.1 and they sound phenomenal. That is some geeky stuff, man. Let me tell you. Well, you know, I no, think that reminds me of the stuff that they had when you go to your doctor for your earring hearing test nowadays. <laughs> you, there's this visual program that you know it just it just does its thing. And as the car drives in the garage, if your hearing's that bad, the car hits the door of the garage. 
<laughs> you're not getting it all. You know, you're not getting all the sound in your ears. It's interesting the way they come up with software to be able to uh, evaluate sound, how it appears in your ears, and how it comes through your environment. Yeah, one of my favorite movies, uh, John Wick. It's a great guy action movie. Um, there's a scene where they're at a funeral, and you know, every scene in a funeral in movies, it's raining. And it was one of the first Atmos Blu-rays that came out. And it was really cool because there were cars driving by behind you that you heard out of the rear speakers. There were people talking in front of you that you heard out of the fronts. And then all the rain was coming out of the ceiling. And that, for me, I'm a huge nerd. That was one of my favorite moments, just sitting there and feeling like, hey, I'm not watching a screen. I'm sitting out here in the rain with these people talking in front of me and cars driving behind That's me. That's awesome. And isn't it a shame that women don't care at all? <laughs> oh wait, now no. wait a minute, Blade. They That's don't. not true. They just want to watch TV. They don't want to experience it. What well, you know, it depends. Because they're doing other things. I got to tell you a funny story about this. So first of all, it's funny because we ninety nine percent of the time get called because the guy wants a home theater. Anytime we do a follow up appointment, because we'll go back and tune the stuff after it breaks in. It's the wife that's loving it because they have way better hearing than we do, and. Uh, it's funny, the first I've time I got a, a girl that cared. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. The funniest part is the first time I got a Blu-ray player, right, way back in college for me, um, I went to the, the movie store. My wife's like, why'd you spend all this money on this? We're in college. It's like a $300 device. It's a lot of money when you know you're eating ramen back then. And yeah. uh, I'm like, hey, it looks way better. And she's like, ugh. Then uh, <laughs> I went to go rent a movie once, and they, uh, I, they were out of Blu-rays, and it was a comedy, so I didn't care that much. So I rented a regular DVD. I popped it in, and, and lo and behold, she looks at me, and she goes, What's why is that it so video? fuzzy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they were out of Blu-rays, hon. She goes, why didn't you just wait? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. A, con a convert. You got to <laughs> love it. All right, we will take a short break, and when we come back, we have more with Joe from Mythic Home Theater. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate we are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight bond, radio spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? 
one brand. Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but uh... it's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for tight bond. Oh, right. Tight bond. No hype, no gimmicks, just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And right now, you know, for as we always do, for our first-time guests in studio, a word from our president. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed, and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune into Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. All right. And it's words from our president. But the dog's days are numbered. <laughs> well, that and a few other things. But, well, you know, yeah, that's just a nice way to put it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Dan, be nice. Come no on, more now. biscuits. No more biscuits, okay. <laughs> All right, we're, we're this guy is just unbelievable, and he's only approaching the end of the first hour. That's what are right. we going to do with him? What are we going to do with him next hour? Decaf, decaf. <laughs> All right, Blade, make sure that happens. You know, take those, take that caffeine out of the other room, will you? Sure. All right. Anyway, because if you're watching, if you're in in the mood and you want to watch your video, you know, then you're thinking about, you know, I, we hope that we plant some seeds here today with with a lot of our listeners who are thinking of doing it and putting a theater room in their home because it's really, I got to tell you, it's really a cool thing. And it's just so nice. You could just relax. You have your favorite theater chair that you went out, and I'm sure you've, you've found because obviously theater chairs and not just the placement of the chairs, but the theater chairs that you want to actually have in the room are so very important. And there's a lot of different places that I'm sure Joe can point you in the right direction to get the right seating for the right, uh, equipment that he's going to be putting in your home. Steve, Steve, the perfect uh, chair would be well, that one that has all of the uh, massage and all that, the heated massage chair and all that stuff. And the speakers in each ear. There you go. <laughs> that would be the perfect one. You sit there and it almost includes you like a, like a cocoon and you get the massage and the heat going. Make Man. sure you got the foot lift. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, for me nowadays, definitely. Keep that, you know, keep everything flowing right. I wonder if those uh, wireless speakers are any good, and like those Sonos things. 
Yeah, you know, Sonos and, uh, you know, now Bose makes, uh, made a huge entrance into the market. They took over about 30% of Sonos's market share in about a, a year when Ooh. they entered the wireless scene. Um, they work great if you don't have wires and you want to just retrofit some stuff in. Um, keep in mind, anything where you have a wired signal is going to be leaps and bounds ahead. And the mm-hmm. one comment I always get is customers always want a wireless speaker, but they always don't realize that it still has to get power somehow. So the signal can get there wirelessly, but you still need an outlet wherever you're placing the speaker. But um, we're a Sonos dealer. We're a Bose dealer. We love them both. I install them all on a weekly basis, and customers love them. Just swiping up your phone and clicking connect, and you're off to the races. Well, there you go. It's the kind of thing you can take out on the porch, Steve, those wireless speakers. You know? Yeah, I don't... absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Joe, how much hassle is it doing a retrofit in a room that's already basically uh, was a bedroom, and then you want to convert it? Other than, is there a lot of, you know, one of the things that I always do, deal a lot with, people tell me, well, what am I going to do? There's a hole here. A hole there. I said, it's only drywall. Do you have to do a lot of drywall cutting to get all your lines in place? You know, it really depends on the room. It, it's funny, Steve, we actually do about 90% retrofit with what we do. Um, so we're pretty used to it. We'll usually cut an access hole, and then we'll just put a wooden backing up and screw it into place and let the drywallers come do their thing and make it look pretty. To us, it's, it's just a regular Tuesday. Sometimes it seems a little bit scary to a client when we're cutting into their walls. Um, but like you said, it's just drywall. And the thing to keep in mind, too, is you know we do a lot of home theater rooms, and, and they're great. A big part of what we take pride in is taking an existing living room where you even have your 55-inch TV, and it's the family room, and you've got the sectional, and, and that's where you spend a good majority of your time. We do a lot of retrofits in rooms like that um, with in-wall speakers that are uh, wife-approved because they're nice and sleek and kind of tucked away. And <laughs> Wife-approved? I like that. <laughs> That's the most important part, right? Spouse, That's right. Spouse approved. That's right. Spouse approved. And the one room she gave you to put the TV in. Well, That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> you know, but, you know, one of the other things, too, though, that, you know, that we were talking about with, like, Dan, you know, we do um, re- actually convert rooms into man caves. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you do, do do a lot of man caves? Yeah, you know, man caves are, it's a certain type of customer that wants them. Um, they're not quite as popular as they used to be. It was very popular in the 90s and 2000s. We still do a fair amount of them, but so many customers just want the audio in their living space. They want it where they're going to spend the majority of their time and be every day and not have to go off to one area of the house and just have music be a part of their everyday life. And when they want to sit down and watch a movie to be able to experience it how they should be, um, in an open room where they can invite all their friends and family in. So we can design the heck out of a man cave. It's one of my favorite things to do because the options are limitless as far as what you can do in a dedicated space. Um, but I would say, honestly, that's about right around 5 to 10% of the business we actually see is doing a dedicated room where 90% of it is like, hey, this is my living room. It's an open environment with a back open wall. Can you make this as good as you can? And we do a pretty dang good job with it. Yeah. Now, in, 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 in the uh, equipment doesn't have Chicago Cubs logo on it, Dan. No, rats. I guess networking is a big befuddling situation. The biggest problem you would have, isn't it? I would think so. Oh, yeah. Um, it's Networking is a fascinating beast to overcome because what happens, I was in a house the other day, for example, they were having trouble getting their Sonos subwoofer to connect to the sound bar. And uh, they thought it was defaulty, uh, due to faulty equipment. I pulled out my Wi-Fi analyzer. Um, it's a free app you can download on any Android. And it'll actually tell you what the signal you're getting to where you need it to get is. They had great signal. The problem is the neighborhood they had, they had 17 different routers all picking up on similar what's called a channel in that mm-hmm. room. 
So the thing mm. with routers, every router is divided up into 12 different channels. Most commonly, all of your equipment runs on channel 6. You can actually go into your router settings and say, hey, I want my equipment to run on channel 8 or channel 9, where it's not going to run into interference from all the neighbors all around us. Now, a good, Very good. And a good, good example for people to understand is remember back in the day when garage door openers, the wireless ones, first came into effect? You could go down the street with one clicker and open up most of the doors in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what you're fighting, is everybody else's right. garage doors on the same signal. Right, right. <laughs> so, so how tricky is that to go in and change your uh, router settings? I don't even know if I want to tackle that. But, <laughs> but would you say channel 8? Maybe just pick random number, channel 8. Pull out that Wi-Fi analyzer, and okay. it will actually have a graph on it. Um, so if you any Android tablet or device, the iPhone ones, they, they lock down the antenna a little bit more, so you can't do it through an Apple product. But any Android device, you can pull that analyzer up, and you'll actually see a waveform, like a, a giant like um, graph on there, and it'll show you what channels are the most occupied. Um, YouTube a video, I mean, I'd love to tell you to pay me to come out and do it, but pull up YouTube. You can find a tutorial on how to do that and have it done in probably under 10 minutes. Wi-Fi analyzer. Wi-Fi analyzer. Got right. that. You got that? Heck yeah. All right. When I get home today after I see. Now, there's an app for that. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, Joe, one of the things I always tell Blade every week, I said that anything you ever wanted to learn about your home, you could learn on this show. You, you just don't know how happy I was when I found out Joe was coming in today. I was see that? Yeah. There you go. Cartwheels. There's another thing that goes Cartwheels. With <laughs> She's not as pretty as Elaine, but. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to tell, I'm going to have to talk to her, tell her that she made a very. Uh, marked impression on you. It's lasting and, <laughs> no. st and still lasting. <laughs> and still lasting okay. impression. There's another thing I know that does disturb signals on video and all sorts of uh, signals in a house is the Tesla units or EMP. And it can bounce really from turn to my, you know, the only time I have a problem with my stuff is the microwave gets turned on, old microwave. Or they turn something else on that has a high broadcast, high EMP rating to it probably really old, like the refrigerator, or something like that. <laughs> baby monitors are a prime example. Um, if you're having a Wi-Fi interference issue, look for a baby monitor around. That can be a lot of it. One thing to look at, too, when you have that Wi-Fi analyzer out, it's going to give you a signal rating. Um, so in decibels, so it's going to say dB. Your signal starts to drop off at negative 30 dB, and negative 70, it's unusable. So just keep that in mind if you pull that app out and you're walking around your house and you're going, well, it says I've got signal. If you're at negative 50, Netflix streaming is going to be hard. Yeah. Negative 50. So what's an ideal number? You want to be uh, as close to negative 30 or above as possible. When you hit negative 30 dB, you start to lose speed and connectivity. What, what's above? I don't get the ascending, oh, descending. Sorry, um, zero would be perfect. I see. So as you get further away, it goes down and down and down. Mm-hmm. And perfect would be, would, would be a, uh, a cloaked environment just between those two pieces. Right. <laughs> In other words, a lab that has the walls leaded and the whole thing shielded. Or an Ethernet cable. Is he talking? Yeah. Is he talking sci-fi again? Yeah. Is he talking sci-fi again? No, some of the rooms shields. Were, I had shields. Yeah, <laughs> some of the stuff I had to set up in the Air Force because there were certain rooms that had to be clean. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Joe, how can our listeners contact you? So one of our biggest um, pieces of advertisements, obviously, word of mouth, um, partnering with people such as yourself and uh, Yelp. I don't know if you guys use Yelp at all. Um, some business owners hate it. I take really good care of my customers, and I've been very happy with it. Well, I think I think people have. Yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag. Some people are, have get a lot of leads from it. Other people don't. Yeah. I get, but I guess it all depends. You know how 
how much you put into it. If you get a lot of leads, I'm sure that your your page is all looking spiffy. Yeah, but I get yelled at by realtors. They don't like me because I tell the truth. Right? <laughs> well, we, that's a whole other show, Dan. <laughs> that's part of this show. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> all right, Joe, thanks so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it, and we will surely spread the word. Joe Stakes from Mythic Home Theater Systems. And I'd like to let everybody know we've got a whole lot more coming your way right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m.
All right, it is time once again for Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking home improvement today all about, oh my God, anything and everything about home improvement. And one of the things that we're going to be talking about uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking with Danny Lipford a little bit about, you know, we're talking about it's springtime, Dan, and you know, it's time for cleaning, but it's also time to get your home ready because it's gone through probably a heck of a winter. And it's time to tune up the house to handle the summer. That's true. So once we uh, get rolling here and uh, can talk to some people about this, some of the things that uh, I've seen, uh, one that, that really got me is sharpen tools and inspect condition. Wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be keeping people safe who are sharpening garden tools? <laughs> yeah, sharpening garden tools. This does not bode well. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, my God. Anyway. Not, uh, not the sharpest gardening tool in the shed. Yeah, there you go. Show. I yeah. knew somebody would jump on <laughs> yeah, I right. knew you See that? Dan let him right in. All right. right. All right. Well, right now we want to get to uh, Danny Lipford, who's online with us today. So we want to get uh, Dan's thoughts about uh, today's homeowner. Danny, good morning. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How you doing today? Hey, we're just doing great. And, you know, we've been talking up, uh, you know, springtime, getting your home uh, together. And I understand you've got some great, great uh, spring checklist points that you'd like to go over with your four seasons of home ownership. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, over the years, uh, we've always looked at the different ways of maintaining a home and certainly the seasons play into it a lot. So we we really sat down about a year or so ago and really explored what are the essential things you need to do to your house. We came up with 40 of them. Now, that's a pretty intimidating list, but if you separate them up into four separate lists coinciding with the seasons, all of a sudden it starts getting manageable, and that's how we've kind of launched our four seasons of home ownership, and we released our spring list recently, and again, very, very manageable, especially when you think about all of the essential things on that uh, that ten item list. Less than a day's work, and less than one hundred and twenty dollars, it starts making it make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it's just it gets to the point where uh, we found that a lot of people they just they just don't know if somebody mentions something to them that they need to check, then they'll do it. But you know, I always was a big advocate about having something something to go by, and you could always be reminded to do your checklist, but you should have at least a plan of things to go over because a lot of times people own their homes, they don't they don't even look at their house unless something goes wrong. And then by that time, it's going to cost them a whole lot more money. But uh, obviously in Arizona, the one thing that we're that people are getting more aware of now that it's getting warm and spring is spring is here and spring, spring has here, sprung already. <laughs> spring here has sprung already because you know it's we've had temperatures in the 80s and even the low 90s so far, even though they're still fluctuating. But um, getting your heating and air conditioning service. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, when we looked at the overall list and the overall things that you do during the year, felt like that right now is the absolute best time to get that air conditioning system service. First of all, you know how it is, guys, when they get when they get busy, maybe they don't do as good a job as they should. It's harder to get them scheduled out to your house. So right now, before they really get busy, um, go ahead and let's make sure that that happens. And, you know, it's funny when you talk to homeowners and you 
ask them about when's the last time their air conditioned in service and they get that puzzled look on their face, you realize it's been longer than it should be. So that's absolutely on our spring list and a, a very good thing to do. You know, cleaning off that roof is, is another thing on the list. Checking those gutters, make sure they're in good shape. The screens, you know, you're going to have a few days there in Phoenix that you'll be able to open up those windows. Make sure those <laughs> just a few, just a few, <laughs> one or two, maybe. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been there. So. <laughs> That's so, for sure. But but, but everybody's realizing. I'm in, I'm in New York right now. I was uh, I did an appearance on Fox and Friends this morning where we talked a lot about the things that are taking place. Beautiful day in in New York around 70 degrees down in my home in Mobile, Alabama. 82 degrees today, so it's warming up all over the country, and certainly a, a great time to, you know, be a little proactive, be the smart home homeowner in the neighborhood, and go ahead and get a number of these things done. Again, the list that you can find at todayshomeowner.com slash four seasons, that 10 essential items, only eight hours and less than $120 in cost. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, it pays for itself in so many different ways. You know, Danny, the other thing that we found when we do a lot of different remodeling projects out here, uh, we run across uh, one of the points right here that I mention to them all the time, and they look at me like, you know, deer in the headlights, and that's cleaning your dryer vent out from your from your your clothes dryer. A lot of people don't even know that they need to do that until all of a sudden they have a they, fire. They have a fire. And we've seen a lot of that happen not to mention I was about a year ago I showed Dan we actually did one where the homeowner was starting to smell something that just didn't smell right and that's the first mm-hmm. thing I asked him when I went over and I cleaned it out the stuff had compacted so hard that it it came out clumpy. That's how that's how much lint, and you think about lint in your dryer. You didn't you don't think about much of anything, but it, hair and everything else that was in the dryer compacted so much they hadn't cleaned it in almost five years. Well, you know the thing about that, and that's a great point because not only the the, the fire hazard that comes along with that, but a lot of money is spent there. Recently, we cleaned out one that was about eight feet long. It had quite a bit of stuff in there. Oh the God. homeowner talked about how it used to take only 45 minutes uh-huh. for the clothes to dry. Now it's taking an hour and 45 minutes. Now, that's costing you a lot of money when you're doing that. Now, it took about 15 minutes to clean this thing, and we were able to seal it up really well because it had some cracks here and there in it, and also to straighten it out a little bit because it was kind of you know, um, uh, kinked in the back of the, the dryer. What a difference it made. The homeowner said they're back to 45 minutes in drying time, they're saving money, and they fit, then they have that, that comfort level knowing that they don't have a fire hazard anymore. And people think about that, you know, and that's another thing that we've done here with all of our Four Seasons. We have videos, we have articles, we have everything you need in very practical, realistic ways of doing it so that you can take care of these things very, very easily. You don't have to do them all at one time. If you've got a couple hours here, a couple hours there, either way, you're taking a step towards having the type of home that you need. And uh, but, but that's a great point, Steve, to bring up, because it is one of those things that people just don't think about. But let me tell you, let me tell you what happens when you have cameras rolling and you talk to the homeowner, like on the episode that we did recently about our spring cleaning. Okay, the, you're, you're talking about this to the homeowner, the lady of the house, and you're about to pull that dryer out away from the wall. 
Let me tell you, there is a look of fear in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> What's behind the dryer? Yeah, right. yeah no, you're, I could see that, Danny. <laughs> you know, it, well, it's like everything else. Like when you say, when, you know, how many times have we gone in and done remodeling projects and, you know, you get that, um, that look or that statement of, you know, don't mind the house. I, we, it's been a little crazy here. And you know that the stuff has been sitting there for years. And, oh, yeah. And, and I can imagine, you know, it, it, th- thinking about it, how many times if nobody cleans the dryer vent, you know, people are going to turn around and say, oh, my, you know, like they're looking at you like, oh, my God, what's good? What's behind there now? And what am I going to find besides oh, yeah. d- dust and lint and everything else? But that, you know, Dan... <laughs> does defines a lot of this stuff out too, you know, with the home inspection. I always shoot, I always shoot a couple shots behind the washer and dryer just to see if there's any leaks or any past wall damage, and I find all sorts of personal goodies back there. <laughs> <laughs> In my house, it's the hundred dollar bill. I found a cat I'm- one time, an alive cat. No way. No way. A live cat. Yeah, we we had a heck of a time the rest of that afternoon trying to get the kitty out. Wait a of- minute. Wait a minute. Didn't they know that the cat was missing? And this person said, I was wondering where my kitty was. Oh, my God. That poor thing. <laughs> in the like, dryer vent. No, she was stuck between the dryer and the wall. Aww. Had fallen down behind. Oh, and my God. And I looked up, this thing was too weak to even mute. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, well, well, go ahead. Well, Dan, 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 you could relate to this. with um, um, I used to do a lot of home inspections years ago, and I had one particular home inspection that I was doing, and the owners of the house were there when I was doing the inspection, which makes it a little more awkward when you're looking through everything. And so I was going, I was going down the hall, kneeled down to open up the uh, the return air grill and take the, the filter out to look around a little bit. And just before I did, he, he tapped me on the shoulder and said, just a minute. And I went, what's, what, what's wrong? He says, let me make sure I know where my wife is. And I go, what is going on? He checked to make sure his wife is, where his wife was, came back. I opened it up. There was a bottle of whiskey in there. Oh, oh busted! Oh, Jesus! It was. It was. I didn't write it up on the inspection. No, no. Because it was. It was fairly clean in there. He did, I guess, vacuum a little bit in the plenum sometimes when he when he uh, got him a little nip. But I yeah, thought, oh, it was sealed. But it's, a, but it's a combustible <laughs> item. Uh, there's one I did. One I was doing in the historical district. Uh, the air return. Since these are central air returns, mm-hmm. underneath the unit, I found five firearms. Oh boy! Open wow. that up, look down in, and the house was empty. And here's all these firearms underneath. Oh, that's amazing! I called Phoenix <laughs> Finest to come get them. <laughs> you know, one of the other things that you know a lot of people don't do, and that's reversing your ceiling fans to yes. counterclockwise. You blow the dust off the other direction. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah, very few people decide that they we're going to dust those. What? How do you do that? Is there? How do you yeah. turn? It there's to a the switch other? on the fan that you're actually able to reverse the direction. Yeah. Yes. Because, See, look at me learning because, every. <laughs> yeah, I told you, you know, you know, Danny. You know, I tell Blade every week anything and everything he wanted to learn, he'd hear right on this show. <laughs> I mean, and you come on and you've got some great points here on your list, and you know, he's just he's just um, so people, soaking some, it up like a sponge. And people ah. and people leave those fans at the factory setting and don't realize. Oh, where's the counterclockwise? It's right up there. It's a little, just like a, a little, little black switch. It's a, like a little, little switch. Uh, you that's push what it that is. Yes, oh. it's reversing and <laughs> Hello. clockwise and counterclockwise. Not the sharpest tool in the shed, but there All you right. go. See, Danny, how many? Counterclockwise is to blow air down during the summertime, and clockwise is for wintertime to just draw and circulate the heat. That's, that's right. impressive well, stuff. Well, 
And people don't understand exactly how that works, but it is very, very simple. And the whole theory about, you know, leaving the ceiling fans on when you're not in the room to keep it cool. And as you guys know, you're not cool in the room. You're cooling your skin. You're cooling your body six to eight degrees by having that breeze blowing down during the summer. And like you said, counterclockwise. But during the, during the winter, too, you know, and being able to reverse that and blowing that hot air against the ceiling and have it cascading down, you know, it does really, really make a difference on that. Now, Blade told me that he felt like he should be paying you guys for all of the knowledge. <laughs> I didn't and say that. Week. I did not say I, I, that. I, 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 that was very touching. I thought that was really <laughs> I know. I know. See, well, you know, it's just everything. You know, besides, we always want to make sure that we have have fun at the same time, giving some great, great information. And, Danny, we really appreciate you coming on today and sharing this with us. How can our listeners find your today's homeowner, Four Seasons of Homeownership list? We'd love for you to drop by todayshomeowner.com anytime. Lots of information there, thousands of videos. But all you have to do is go there and click on Four Seasons, or you can just go to todayshomeowner.com slash Four Seasons, either with the number or the word, either way. And you'll see what we're talking about, because not only this 10 essential items we're talking about, we also have a little fun there with another little category, if time and budget allows, a few ideas there. And also another category, a little something extra, a few of those little small things that can really make your house pop without causing, you know, costing you a lot of money. So a lot of information, just like you guys do there every single week, you know, trying to, you know, help everybody with the challenges of homeownership and uh, glad to be working with you guys anytime we can. All right, Danny, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. All right. Okay, my pleasure. All right, Danny, have a great weekend and we'll talk soon. Okay, sounds great. Thanks very much. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Derek Polder from Summit Funding, one of our great sponsors. So I want everybody to stay tuned. More coming your way on Image Home Improvement Live. The real estate market in Arizona is forever changing. As your home buying and selling needs change through life, you need a realtor that understands the market. Realty Executives has over 50 years of experience providing cutting-edge service and support for all their clients and was ranked a top 25 real estate company in the U.S. Whatever your real estate needs are, you need to contact Rainbow Wheeland, your Realty Executives expert. Call today, 520-818-8933, or find them on the web at phoenixrealtyexecutives.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. 
Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live. And, uh, you know, I want to thank Danny Lipford for calling in with that uh, four seasons of uh, checklist. <laughs> Hey, answer that. I yeah. thought we put our phones on stun on this show. <laughs> well, you know how things are. Sometimes other other uh, venues need to be attended to. I guess. And uh, hey, talking to Danny, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any idea about the uh, vents, the dryer vents. That's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I because mean, in the Air Force, a lot of the fire calls to base housing was about dryer vents that would uh, start a fire, and so many times it was, uh, you know. Everybody's stuff gets burned up and all, and it started way back behind the dryer. In base housing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had pictures of base housing. His dad was an Air Force guy. I had forgotten how puny and tiny those little... Aren't those little boxes something <laughs> else? I know. In yeah. officer housing, isn't that much bigger. They're up to 1,200 square feet instead of 900. <laughs> I know. Well, just seem big when you're young. That's what it is. You go back and look at them and they're puny. When you're puny. a kid, everything is just fine. Isn't that it? Yeah. And you no, just no. trust mom and dad to make everything okay. That's exactly right. So, you know, uh, I, I tell my wife to check my pockets, you know, before she does my clothes. And, and that's why my... Oh, I was dr- going to say, I don't want to hear about yeah, this. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why my dryer vents gets it so stuck up with stuff because of the $100 bills that keep falling out from my payment <laughs> yeah, here from right. Image Home Improvement, you yeah. see. And so I have her check that so I don't... Oh, it tuned him right in on that. What was that? (laughs) Money from me? Hundred dollar bills? What? what? Is that? Is it time for another Kevin Neely? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. But uh, anyway, so hey, we're looking for Derek Pulver to come in here sometime soon. Yeah, he should be here any minute. Okay, great. Yeah, but some of the things. uh, Let's go ahead and do the homeowner horror story for the week, and uh, the one I found just a couple weeks ago. I kind of hinted at earlier. uh, it, It was about dryers. And I was up in the attic, 
And this dryer had been open for so long and blowing into the attic. Instead of having the fluffy white insulation, it was all blue and all sorts of other different colors within a 20-foot area. It was about an inch thick. Now, folks, that's not extra insulation. That's actually a, a fire combustible. <laughs> see, I and, think, look how pretty my insulation is. That's what I'd say. Uh, yeah, well, you take pictures of that, and then you see how they tried to wannabe strap the uh, vent through to the, to the roof, mm-hmm. and they don't even bother. I mean, it just barely hangs on the strap, and it just falls back, you know, because trying to be a good guy, sometimes I'll try to just aim it back up in there mm-hmm. rather than have the whole real estate process go crazy. It's sometimes... And I tell you what, you know, I've tried. Sometimes I've tried, and they keep falling back down. Just say, get somebody up there and strap it in right. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, don't monkey with it, Dan. Just leave it alone. Take a picture of it and say goodbye. Yep. <laughs> yep. When your insulation looks blue, there's probably a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you look inside the actual uh, lint trap itself, or actually the the flex that's in the attic, and it's solid. What kind of insulation do you like? For new homeowners, is there a particular brand that's even better than others? I know there's a more popular brand, but well, it's actually pretty expensive. It's a blown-in product that can actually blow in tight, especially on the walls. That way, you don't have any gaps like you would with the old-fashioned fiberglass that they use their hands to push into the bays mm-hmm. of of the thing. Because one time I did an infrared on a bedroom, and it was uh, I had purple and yellow spots in the infrared. Uh, view of this master bedroom wall was about 40 feet long and you could tell it was a bad insulation because where it was insulating it was purple and cool to the inside of the house Mm -hmm. where the guy had pushed his hands in and pushed too far in on the insulation were the hot spots so it looked like poking that wall all the way down the wall because you could see where he'd pushed it in too far Mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. the way down. At least he was consistent. Mm -hmm. He had those poking down. It looks really neat, poking poking that wall in infrared. It looks pretty, but... I've never seen anything that looked like it was polka dot, Dan. It's the infrared. The yellow was, you know, real bright yellow because of the heat from the outside, 117 outside. And, the you know, the cooler keeping the temperature inside the room was the purple and blue. And that yellow, that yellow and red was stand right out. You, know, like you sure I, you just weren't seeing stars that day because it was 118 no, degrees? No, I didn't hit my head that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> seeing stars. Oh, my God. I, I've seen them when it's 118 degrees, I'm telling you. A west Oof. wall. Oh, the west wall here in this valley. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. got a west wall, you're going to have to be doing some, be proactive and che- trying to keep that one cool down. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you know, it's, again, you know, Insulation at this time of year, it's that along with, like we were talking with Danny, is key to getting your home, you know, in shape for the spring. And obviously here in the summertime, that's the time where uh, it's going to be real busy. I know yesterday I was talking with uh, Larry Thompson from our uh, good sponsor, Quality Systems. And we're talking a little bit about what his schedule has been like. And it's just, it's starting to heat. As they say, it's starting to heat up. That's right. That's right. It's getting hot, and it's to the point where uh, if you have a problem, if you don't get it fixed or taken care of, your AC unit get it checked, you never know. You could actually turn around, and um, you could walk in your house one day from work, and it could be 110 out. extremely <laughs> hot. So, again. The, the big thing is, is change your filter at your return. 
Yeah, if you know what the return is. First off, you got to know what the return is. That's where all the air gets sucked back into the air conditioner. It should be whistling or whining or something. You'll hear it. You'll be able to find it. <laughs> Does it look and, any different than your other Well, there's events? some that are floor. There's some that are mid-wall, you know, at about 10, at about the 10-inch level. And then there's ones that are overhead. There's three different ways of doing it. The much older homes the has the in the uh, historical district here have an underduct in the house that they would draw under under the slab, and then the newer ones just stayed right at the floor level. The newer ones they finally got out of the dirt and they put them overhead. Okay, so mine's a 1971, Stephen. So where's my filter going to be? It's going to be up top, probably ceiling. Right? The, ceiling. The inner. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, you know, but you do have sometimes you do have those other homes, you know, where you have the air handling unit that's in the closet. And then that's you it know it just draws right there. Yeah, it, so it's it's like right in front of you, so you don't have to worry about it. But so some people, sure you- but some people don't like that. They want they'd rather have the unit outside the house, so that True. they don't or up in the attic where you don't have to worry about it. But mm. that makes it work so much harder. Well, you know. Well, the other thing too is that you know the other thing if you do have a big house and you've got the units up in the attic, that means like you have to go up, up in the, the attic, attic to change it, which. I have to do twice at least. Well, I do it once at least once every quarter. Well, see, you've got a integral built-in media, you know, air filter air filtration system. That's that electronic medium. Well, I'm just talking, you know, the rock catchers on the outside in the hallway. That's basically the rock what they catchers. call. That's what they call. A lot of AC guys call these thin little um, uh, filters that you buy at the store. Just rock catchers. In other words, catch the big stuff. And then the backside of the coil catches the rest. Well, you got to be careful now because, you know, the, the big rage was getting, you know, getting those high filters. High micron, yes. yeah. high micron this. But guess what? You know, if you get it, a one that's too, too, too tough, too tough, it's going to actually impede the airflow. Yeah. And it's it, going to make the unit work harder. It's, it's making your unit asthmatic. It can't breathe right. Yeah. My unit was asthmatic. Dan, yeah, you, it's, you it's breathing such, bad air. You make such great analogies, Dan. I'm telling you. I don't know what, or, hey, what we do Hey, if you can't breathe, this. if you're having trouble breathing because of the bad air in your house, so is your AC. That's true. That's absolutely true. So you got to make sure you use the right one. Again, you know, the insulation factor is so very important to, to be able to do because a lot of times, you know, the one thing that obviously, you know, when I moved out here, which was a little strange to me was the fact that, you know, when homes were built, they don't insulate the garage because it's no. not living space. That's right. So anything above the garage, it you know, because they don't put it up when they build homes, they don't do like they do back east. They don't put it up on the underside of the roof. They just lay it down on top of your lid, on top of your ceiling. Well, guess what? When you get over to the garage area, there's nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing there to insulate the garage. So if you're thinking of using your garage as a shop or something like that. Office you, or something. Well, yeah. you've got to think, you've got to go back up there and look and say, okay, well, what am I going to do now? Not to mention that the wall, the exterior wall of the garage is not insulated either. So you've got to go back in and at least, if nothing else, go put some bad insulation up on top of your, you know, on top of your uh, lid in the garage and then probably go back and we could actually come out and foam fill your wall cavities on the exterior wall side. So this way, if that side, which a lot of homes do, they face west or they face south, and the house gets blasted mm-hmm. with heat. That's that hot wall. It's that hot wall. So, you know, you've got to be able to go back and keep that cool and just make the room more livable. 
I mean, to so that you could work in it. I know that's one of the things that I had to do when I bought our first house, and I couldn't, you know, and I I needed it right away, so I had to rough it one day, Dan. You'd appreciate this. We went up in the attic. It was August. What's the attics like in August? Um, in, in, in Phoenix. Plus. It's unbelievable. And not to mention, I went up dressed with, you know, protective gear on so I wouldn't become full of insulation. So not only am I fighting the heat, I'm fighting this, like, suit that's on me to keep the insulation off of me, you know, with, you know, with um, stuff gear. on my head, the gear, the goggles, the, bre- the mask to breathe. And I walked down, and it's just I must have lost, like, 10 pounds it, that day when I was up in the attic, it was amazing. But it had to be done. And I don't advise anybody to do that because it's not it's not good for your health. Unless you know what you're doing. You know, and do it early. If you're going to do it, do it early in the morning. Don't do it when it's in the in the you know heat of the day. Three o'clock in the afternoon. You know, if that's just, you know, the only place you want to be at three o'clock in the afternoon in the summertime in Phoenix is sitting in front of your air conditioner. Or better yet, in your theater room. Like Joe said, that's right. Watching your favorite movie. All right, we've got more coming your way right after the break, so don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve DeBell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of paying rent? Would you like to own your own home? Derek Polder at Summit Funding can help your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Summit Funding is a direct lender, which means more programs and more credit flexibility than many of the big banks offer. They are experts when it comes to special programs for first-time buyers, including down payment assistance. Take action today by visiting them online at thepoldergroup.com or call 480-568-5449. Remember, no more rent down payment assistance and own your own home with the polder group at thepoldergroup.com summit funding nmls number 3199 Derek low nmls 207630 approved equal housing lender uh. how many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call oh. when small problems become ah. big emergencies You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. 
Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place and you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. S-O-S-P, someone help me. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And, you know, we've got some great, great information today. You know, Dan, we're, we're covering a lot of ground today. But, you know, one of the things that uh, the insulation part, obviously, that is so very important, especially here in Arizona. And uh, Danny's tips, make sure you check out Danny Lifford's tips, the Four Seasons uh, spring list that you could find on Today's Homeowner. And right now, we want to welcome into this into the fold, as they say, Dan, uh, Derek Polder, who's actually the owner of uh, Summit Funding up from Tucson in the Valley of the Sun today. Derek, thanks for being on the show today. Great to see you. Thanks for having me. Hey, no, you stayed awake the whole drive. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough drive that early in the morning. Oh, well, you know, yeah. but you want... But you wanted what? Look at the guy. Look at this. What? This is cool. And he got his cell phone and all his credit cards wrapped in a cell phone all in one. Well, now that it. I haven't See? seen. Yeah, you got to do it that way. Well, you, That's awesome. That's a man who's organized. That's right. That's right. Let's all do that. I like that. Well, because you know what happens, right? You either forget your phone or you forget your wallet. Oh, you yeah. You forget both. <laughs> Oh, that's true. All in one. That's really Forget great. You've forgotten everything. Yeah. What happens if you now. forget everything? You forget the whole package, and you're definitely in trouble. <laughs> you, you'll be driving down the road, and, man, it's so quiet today. Whoa, wait <laughs> that's a minute. How you'll know, right? No, <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, you know, it's like everything. We were talking the other day, Derek, about um, one, of, uh, one of my customers, and it's like, you know, 20 years ago, before, before they even had smartphones it's like what did we do i mean it, even in in the remodeling work and stuff that we do it's just in the the communication that we it has to happen like now mm-hmm. and now you know just in, think about it. i told somebody the other day do you remember way back in the day and dan you know it doesn't seem like that long ago to us 
being that we're from the Paleozoic era. Back when they were building the pyramids. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So tell us, how did they do that? Yeah. yeah. They used yeah. See, oh, so ask him. Don't look at me. No, ask him. The specs came in on a fax machine. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> on fax machine. No, we were talking the other day. It's just, remember when we used to, we used to uh, you know, operate and do business, and we had pagers, and you used to get paged, and what's the first thing you thought of when your pager went off? Where's the Damn, where the hell is the payphone? I got to go find a payphone now. You don't see those around much anymore. You don't see them. And you, see, you know where you find them? They use, still use them. I've seen them. No, on Saturday Night Live. You've seen oh. them do skits on payphones. It's like, 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 what was it, Hillary Clinton trying to get into a payphone or something like that? that have, you ever, have you ever seen a payphone, Derek? He's one of them young ones there. Oh, you'll be surprised. I, I've, used, I've used a few payphones. Yeah. See, right. there you go. You know what? Listen. It makes you very leery who and what was on this phone last before I put it close to my body. Listen, yeah. anytime, yeah, really anytime you- if you're left without communication... You just, it's just like a lost day. You might as well be on the golf course. <laughs> go <off laughs> really? The I mean, come on. Well, just, go hit a few. Yeah, just turn the phone off, go off the grid, and just hit the course. There you go. There you go. Terry, tell our listeners a little bit about Summit Funding. Uh, well, Summit Funding, actually, I, I'm not the owner. I'm vice president. I'm in charge of operations in Arizona. So oh, I was I'm, just trying I'm, to boost, boost yeah, your I mean, position I'd, up I'd, there. I'd love to take over a $3.5 billion company. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Okay. Uh, uh, so Summit Funding, we're uh, a $3.5 billion company. We uh, started in Sacramento, and um, we opened opened up shop in Arizona in March of 2014, and we opened in Phoenix. Um, actually, we have an office right here on 24th and Camelback. Uh, we're inside all the realty executive uh, offices, and we opened in January, February of last year. And so last was our last year was our first full year in business, and I think we had a good start. We did um, just under a thousand loans, um, just under two hundred million dollars. And uh, what I like about the company is it's owned by one guy, so it's uh, small enough that I can talk. I can call the president, and you know the banking business is not super easy anymore. He's got your pager number. He's got your pager number. So I can, I can page him and he'll call me back <laughs> at the, at the uh, phone booth in Tucson. I'll <laughs> wait by the phone booth. Uh, but uh, what makes us unique is, you know, there's big banks out there. there. The way that I look at it is you really have uh, three avenues where you can get a home loan. That's, that's what we do. We give people money to buy property or to refinance property. And you have the big banks, um, which is great. It's, there's a lot of convenience there, especially if you have your checking accounts and your savings accounts there. Um, the issue is if you have a unique story, which many people have unique stories, especially after this great recession that we went through, the issue that you often find is uh, no one has the time to listen to your story. You know, yeah. you pick a big bang that's you know, on every corner. Uh, just as a sheer fact of being able to do efficient business, they have to have very tight rules and they can't bend on those rules too yeah. much. Otherwise, they won't get anything done. Uh, and then on the flip side, you have the smaller, which are called correspondent lenders. And those guys, those guys actually pass, or I'm sorry, pass uh, business through uh, the big banks, believe it or not. So that's the model I came from. I, was, I did business that way for eight years. And um, it, the, it, it's great. It's very efficient. And that's why you work with the smaller guys, because they know you. They know your story. You're not a... You're not a number to them. You're yeah. truly a name. Um, but where I got frustrated is my hands would be tied. You know, I would I, I would hear a story and I would be able to, for the most part, work with and work through issues. However, um, if there was something that I really believed in and I felt like we had uh, the opportunity to make a home loan happen for a family, uh, we would 
we would be prevented by the fear of, well, what if uh, Wells Fargo doesn't buy this loan from us? Or what if we can't sell it to the secondary market? And um, that's, we call it inside our world, overlays. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. FHA helps, it's one of the predominant programs for first-time home buyers. If you actually dig into what FHA says in their handbook or their guidelines, uh, they'll say that the credit score requirement they have is a 580. But yet most, most banks will say 640, 620. And I've seen many good people that have just a one real life event that knocks them down. They might have been a 800 credit score their whole life. They go through one divorce. The wife or husband that was awarded the card didn't make the payment like they should have. And now their score's down. And otherwise, you can look at 10 or 20 years of perfect credit. And this one disputed account prevents them from getting a house. So, or somebody has a medical thing. Yeah, medical. You yeah. see it a lot. Um, you saw a lot of job loss over the last few years. So uh, a couple of years ago, I hired a, a consultant, um, a company by the name of The Core, and they consult with loan officers and real estate professionals all over the country. And what I like about it is it's a small group. You know, there, there's a certain uh, barrier of entry, if you will. And uh, so you're around a network of really good people. And uh, it opened my eyes to some of the back um, part of the industry, you know, the secondary market and the fact that what my company, my previous company had told me we could or couldn't do wasn't gospel. You know, it was their gospel, but there was other ways to do business, other ways to help people. And uh, so I started exploring those opportunities a couple of years back. That's how I discovered Summit Funding. And... Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I've been doing this 10 years, seven out of the last 10 years, I've been uh, top 1% in the United States, not just little Tucson, because that wouldn't be too hard to do, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but but believe it or not, you know, doing mobile homes, I, I joke about Tucson, Tucson's really a beautiful place. Um, and uh, even though our average, our median um, sales price there is 170000 so you can get a nice place for cheap, um, we did a lot of loans. I mean, we, we would do more than one home loan a day. And so that, that had a lot of banks calling me and Summit, you know, I found Summit, Summit found me and we kind of danced for a year. And then they, uh, they said, Hey, we really want to be in Arizona and we think that you're the guy to open it up for us. And so we've done that. And so just over uh, a year, you know, we're at a year and a half or going on two years now. We, um, uh, we have over 70 employees. Um, we've been able to link up to one of the uh, largest real estate offices and what's unique about Summit, going back to that model of the big banks and the smaller banks, is we're kind of a hybrid. We can we service our own loans. That uh, means whether you're doing a USDA loan, an FHA loan, a VA loan. I know that's boring mortgage talk, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of programs. And so we have the ability to lend on those programs based on the way that they were intended to be written because we're not, do, we're not on every corner trying to do, you know, a uh, hundred billion dollars uh, of business. We want to, you know, our, our company missions to change people's lives. We want to hear the individual story and have the uh, fewest amount of barriers and red tape in our way to be able to assist families. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, we're, we're going to talk a little more after the break with Derek, and uh, we're going to. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a. No, I've got a lot of burning questions today yeah. for a lot of yeah. different people. Yeah. I got one for. Derek, right after the break, so I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. 
Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. You know, Dan, you know, when we go out and speak with homeowners, you know, one of the things that I always try and tell you to get, you know, we're, we're very honest and I know you are too, when you're assessing, you know, a house for whatever reason, whether it's a home inspection or whether it's something that I see that needs a repair <laughs> and, you know, uh, just one of the things that people always ask. You want the truth? You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Some people can't handle the truth, Dan. No, they they want you to rewrite the report so it sounds nicer. Yeah, well, guess what? Well, if what? it's broken, it's broken. Don't shoot the <laughs> messenger, you know? And, and and I'm sure, Derek, you, you have that happen, too. When some people want to come in, they say, well, you know, I'm ready to do home. I make so much money, and, you know, this is great. And then all of a sudden you find out there's, like you said, there's one thing that's keeping them from, from buying a home, and that's a low credit score. Yeah, absolutely. What, what kind of uh, what kind of advice can you give to first time homebuyers? Well, I'm I'm glad that you uh, you brought that up because I've found whenever I sit down with somebody, I say, look, uh, my objective is to cover three things, and of course, I'll, I'll ask them if they have uh, additional input or questions they'd like to go over. But I feel that anyone who's buying a home, the numbers are usually the biggest fear, right? It's uh, what's the monthly payment? Can I afford it? Um, it's going to be, what's the cash to close? You know, what's my down payment? You know, what's my closing cost going to be? Um, so we get, those are the two, the first two things, monthly payment, cash to close, and then the process. And what's really changed is since the meltdown, you know, post 2008, 2009, there's been, uh, so much more regulation legislation passed and to, you know, prevent the mistakes that happen and really to, you know, to pay for the mistakes that have happened and so it's no longer just a free market decision. You know, even as a bank, we can't look at somebody and say, you know, we believe this, you know, Dan's scenario makes sense. Let's do it. You know, we still have to do it based on uh, agency guidelines. And it's there's now even um, federal requirements where, in fact, I personally can go on the hook if I give Dan a loan that uh, Dan down the road says, I can't afford this. And it puts a puts me in the crosshairs and says Derek shouldn't have approved me for this. You know, it's I'm not making my payments now, and I think it's partially Derek's fault. 
So when consumers or first-time homebuyers especially, when we give them this list of paperwork, they go, sometimes they go, well, that's a, that seems a lot. And, or, you know, why do you need that? And what, what I explain is I'm on your side and I like to use DMV as an analogy. I said, you know, have you ever been to the DMV? Most people will say yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, how, how is it experience for you? And then you'll immediately see the, their face. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just like they start to cringe. <laughs> yeah. Their face clouds over and saying, I can't use swear words, can yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. So then I, then I know that I have them in the right place. Because sure. then I say, okay, look, at, I'm your, I'm, getting a, a home loan can very much feel like that sometimes. Um, and so I'm the guy to navigate the counters for you. And that's what you have to understand is there's a lot of requests that we have to make now that we didn't have to do in the years past, but it's because the industry, like most industries do, it goes from, um, an opportunity and, and then it goes into an overcorrection. And that's what we're in right now is we're in an overcorrection where, I mean, I've had clients that will have a million dollars in the bank and we're still beating them up about, you know, if they can afford an extra $200 a month and it's because, these rules that have been put in right. place. So for first-time home buyers, or even anyone that hasn't bought a home in the last few months, because as, as recent as October, there's been new legislation that's rolled out. Um, I The major expectation I want them to um, understand and to digest is that the government is now very involved with your financing. Even though you give me bank statements and pay stubs and all of your documentation that we discuss, I have to go through a third-party channel and I have to verify everything. So that means behind the scenes, your bank is talking to the IRS, to Social Security, to your employer, to appraisers, to inspectors, yeah. you name it. And there's so many people. You know, they say it takes a village to, to raise a child. Well, now it takes a village to get your home done, oh, your, your, your home loan. And uh, so the consumer just needs to understand that. They need to understand there's a lot of hands and uh, the better organized they are with paperwork, um, the smoother and easier the process will be for them. And uh, if they know and expect that they're going to have to provide paperwork, probably a handful of times, that's, that's another thing I see people get frustrated about. I gave them pay stubs already. Why do they want them again? Well, we have to make sure that from when we pre-qualified you to now that the underwriter signing off on your loan, that your pay didn't change, that your hours weren't cut, that you're still employed. And so there's always a rational as to why we do what we do. It's just, you know, no one wants to, no one cares about it. They just want to get into their, their happy home. They just home, want right? to get yeah, in their house. Because I've, I've actually seen uh, back in the, the not so wise lending, mm -hmm. the 408, I saw people say, here's my peak month yeah, for their pay. Well, and they about, don't make that the rest of the year. Yeah, well, think mm -hmm. about how, how crazy it is that uh, just a few years ago, all they look, I mean, you could, you could, there was programs that were based just on credit. And that was it. You know, if you had a, yeah. if you had credit and maybe enough of a down payment, there was no other verification done. And people were saying that, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm pick a profession. You know, I'm a landscaper and I make two hundred thousand dollars a year. Not that landscaper couldn't do that, but uh, it just there was no no verification. And then, you, of course, look what happened. That led to the blow up, which uh, I find did they very, call that uh, fog, fog a mirror loan. Uh, so we'll call them liar loan, stated income loans. You know, the, the, oh, I did stated income. I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. And, and, subprime. Yeah, sub. I mean, and see that the idea was when you're self-employed and you have a ton of, you know, maybe you do make two hundred thousand dollars a year, um, but after you pay your CPA to do what they do and take advantage of breaks and whatever, you show forty thousand. So you really can't afford, and you live the lifestyle at two hundred thousand, but you can't show it on paper. That's what those loans were intended for. And then it just got looser and misinterpreted, Lucy, Lucy. and yeah. then we ended up in this mess. But, you know, something's interesting. You mentioned the first-time homebuyer. You know, I've, I follow the market uh, information because I have to. It affects interest rates. And uh, one of the things I just saw the other day, I think I got this on uh, Thursday, 
is that uh, home ownership rate slides to 63.6%. It's the third lowest on record. Wow. It's fascinating when you think about it because you still, you know, are the market's recovering. You have uh, a healthy housing market in terms of prices, and yet you have interest rates near all-time historic lows, and yet home ownership rate is down. And it, it's also home ownership is the number one source of wealth for your, you know, middle class sure. uh, family. And so you have to ask yourself why. So NAR, the National Association of Realtors, uh, they did a study, and really their hot button or their platform this year is where's the millennial? Where's the first time home buyer? And they're at, uh, uh, they're know, renting. I think, I think the 10, well, they're think playing they're, video games. Everybody knows that. Yeah, so <laughs> they don't have time to 10% off target of, you know, where they're okay. expected to be, at least when I read this article. And so what's interesting is, um, I think it was Bankrate does a survey and they survey thousands of renters across the country, this millennial age group. And, uh, you know, really to ask the question why, because economically or financially, it does not make sense why the number one source of your wealth is at a great discount and in a stable, uh, a stable buying position, and yet it's not being devoured. And the survey was very interesting what came back. There was three major factors. Number one was the myth of uh, down payment. Uh, what is fascinating about that is uh, I think it was 20 or 30% of those that were surveyed didn't even know what the down payment requirement was, but their belief or perception was I don't have enough money, so I can't do that. And there's a lot of programs. I mean, uh, Maricopa County has some phenomenal, you know, home in five. There's a lot of uh, assi- a lot of assistance out there, quote unquote, free money, although nothing's free. Uh, but there's ways where you can get into a home for literally zero down or or very little down, and it's not crazy like it was in years past. It's it's I, I believe well done. You know, there's credit requirements, very conservative debt to income requirements to hedge that you have no skin in the game. But that was reason number one. Uh, number two was credit. The fascinating thing about that is the median age of those, I mean, sorry, the median um, score of those surveyed was a 680. Earlier I told you. Which is that's pretty darn good. Pretty yeah, good. Pretty that's, good. That's, you know, that's in the average range, but yeah. if you're going to buy something, they say it's poor. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but really not. I mean, we just talked earlier, FHA's minimum score is 580. FHA only requires 3.5% down. Conventional financing only requires a 620. FHA, you could have had a bankruptcy two years ago and you're okay getting a loan. So there's this huge uh, disconnect about how pristine your credit has to be to get into a house. And it's just not true. Uh, And then the third reason was education, uh, lack of understanding of the benefits or this, uh, this adverse feeling towards real estate. And I'm thinking about that and going, that's really interesting, but let's just go back and look at 10, you know, it's been, you know, almost 10 years, eight years or so since we really started getting into this mess or in that sense, we're pulling beyond it. And just think about that person that was, you know, maybe 17 years old and watched their parents get divorced over the over house, the house the you whole know, time, watch yeah. the uncle lose it all. I mean, it, those were tough times. Though. And watch I mean, part of another part of the family across the country end up on the street, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And so now they're 25 out of college, you know, good job. They're making $75,000 a year. They're in perfect position to buy a home. They could use a great tax break. It's, it's, it's uh, near all time lows, super affordable. Uh, I'll go back and give you an example. I mentioned earlier that the median price in Pima County is 170000 um, If you look at back in, I think it's 2009, rates were still pretty good. They, they dropped into the mid-five range, and that was amazing. Everybody was refinancing. Yeah. And then when rates dropped down to the low threes, like three and a quarter, um, I think that was in 2013 was the low. Um, you could buy the exact same house, which is counterintuitive for a consumer um, because consumers always look at sticker price and, you know, 170000 is a lot of money. But you pay a home 
monthly. You pay it over 30 years. And so you could buy the exact same $170,000 house, but just by interest rates dropping that 2%, you would save over 200, it was like 220 or $230 a month. So the same house saves you over $200 per month. And we're getting almost right back to that level. I mean, interest rates, 30 year fixed rates are right there in the mid threes. And yet you still have third lowest home ownership rate on record. And uh, you you have this, uh, this big disconnect of understanding the value. There's no real, there's no real connection. There's What's, a bad. I think what they it's known they've got a bad taste and a lot of fear of it, so they don't want to mess with it. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's it's. it's so they don't have the right information. Is what it comes down to lack of information, and I think there's fear too around yeah. that. Mm-hmm. There are there are many people changing from thirty year to fifteen year. Yeah, you know, fifteen year is very attractive, um, and and I think if you know that you have the excess cash flow and you feel good about your job, I'm a huge fan of the fifteen year, but. You know, there's there's a myth I want to blow up too, and it's that uh, the the 15 year is such a great it's it's so amazing. There's so much savings that comes to it because if you think about it, a 15 year versus a 30 year rate, it's usually not that far off. Um, a 15 year rate is usually only three eighths to a half a percent below a 30 year rate. Where you're really getting the savings is that you're committing to paying extra towards principal. And the reason I want to um, pull those two things apart is because I've seen so many times that somebody signs up for a 15 year loan because the rates very attractive that, you know, half a point savings. And then a year later, they're calling us back and saying, I'm so tired of having uh, no money except for my house. So they want to go back to a 30 year term. So just remember that if you do a 30 year term, uh, there's nothing that stops you from paying extra or throwing extra at the principal. When so you, you have it. Yeah, because there's exactly. no prepayment penalty. You, yeah. could, you could pay it off in, in 15 years as well. And when you factor in the difference of that half percent of interest, it's, it's, uh, it's not that substantial when you are making the extra principal reduction. And then you have to think about the price that you have on flexibility. If you have an unforeseen event, medical, kids' school, a, a vacation, you could choose to you know, stand back three months and save that $600 a month that you're putting towards your mortgage and pay off another life need. And then you could jump right back on track and continue the extra principal reduction and still get it done in 15 years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, that's really, that's really a good thing to know. And again, is it keeps changing. The market keeps changing. Percentages keep changing. I think one of the things, like you said, perception, you know, I would think that some of the, the reasons that they, that the millennials are are viewing it that way is like like you say they've heard other people say well yeah it's the down payments too much or or maybe if they get went from a uh, thirty they want to get a fifteen year well I can't afford a fifteen year because it's it's half the time so that might be it must be double the payment you know mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily true because like Derek said there's a difference and that you're not paying all that extra money. Towards interest. Yeah, towards interest. You know, it's more principal in the 15 years. So there's a lot of things that you got to take into consideration. And again, education is the most important factor that you actually, if you're wanting to do something with your mortgage, maybe you've had a mortgage, maybe you need to refinance. Uh, maybe you're in a point there way back, you know, when uh, things weren't so great in the crash and the, the big rage was then is getting, getting, um, What's the term I haven't used in so long? I forgot. Arm? No, not mm-hmm. an arm. Where you, you they refinanced the loan at a lower rate for over seven years, so this way you can actually um, make better payments. So it's not pulling all your money out all at one time. But as the seven years come back, the rate starts going back up again. Yeah, and, that, that that would be an arm and adjustable rate mortgage. Yeah, yeah, that was that was 
that was supposed to help people initially. <laughs> but then on the other hand, too, is that something that when that seven year is up that we could actually go back and, and get rid of and go get something more stable where it's it's lower mm-hmm. and with a better monthly payment than what you're paying now? Yeah, well, since you brought up ARM, I'd, I'd like to clear up something there, too, because there is that disconnect that uh, you say the word ARM in our world uh, or adjustable rate mortgage, and it's almost like a bad thing. And I think because of the meltdown, and that was um, you had you know news anchors grabbing onto that and saying this is because of these uh, ARM loans, which it really was the result of subprime loans that had ARM clauses in there where your payment was adjusting six months later. And it wasn't like it went up 50 bucks. It was, you were locked in at a 5% and it was built into that loan that six months later was going to go to 10%. How that was ever legal, I don't know. I have no idea. But (laughs) ARM still exists today and there's some very good ARM products where all that it means is, think of it like this. You're going into the, uh, your banker and you're saying, you know what, Uh, I'm in the military. Uh, I have a track record of moving every three to five years. And I'm, I know I'm not going to keep this house more than five or more than seven. So there's no reason for me to get a 15 or a 30 year fix because it's like I'm over insuring. I'm just not going to be here. So right. do you have a, a better deal for me for a short term person? And that's how a, a good arm works is they'll say, okay, well, yeah, we have a five year or a seven year option, meaning that we're going to give you a lower rate. And then if you are here more than that five year period, it can adjust and it may go up or it may go down. Um, it's going to be tied to an index. So maybe it's tied to the United States Treasury or maybe it's tied to the LIBOR. And what we'll do is we'll agree to look at that index and pad it by 2% or 4%. So whatever that is five years from the future, if the LIBOR is 3%, we're going to add two to that. So your rate's going to go from a four today to a five. There's many people right now that are, uh, that are in adjustable rate mortgages that are paying below 3% because of how cheap money is. So they're happy that they're an adjustable rate mortgage when sure. they're paying two and a half. Where they're going to feel the pain yeah. is obviously uh, down the road when rates Like increase. anything, it's a tool that needs to be used yeah. properly. And you need good advice in making sure that you're not being stretched or stretching to, yeah. to use yeah. that product. All right. That's Derek Polder. Uh, Derek, thank you so much for being here today. And how can our listeners contact you? Uh, well, uh, I know everybody likes to do things online, so you can jump right online to thepoldergroup.com and uh, inquire for more information. Or if you want to talk by phone, you can call us at 480-568-5449. Again, it's 480-568-5449. All right. And you can also find great information on Image Home Improvement Live for Derek. And uh, we want to thank you again for being here today. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. All right. That's a wrap. And we want to remind everybody, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.